0: slightly stooped, with grey-white hair and bushy eyebrows. (gasps) That's the boat we were on yesterday. The girl had her hand over her mouth in shock. Oh, my God, it could have been us. Well, it isn't. So what's the point in saying that? Her boyfriend said firmly. He was gazing in disdain at Andreas's laced-up boots. And then there was the sound of an explosion from down in the bay, and Andreas realised that it was true. There was a fire, not just a trick of the light. He began to tremble. I must telephone my brother, Yorgos, in the police station. Maybe they don't know about it. Maybe they cannot see the fire from down there. The tall American spoke gently. They see it. Look, there are lifeboats already on the way. The young girl was peering down at the innocent-looking blue sea, where the ragged scarlet flames and the black smoke seemed like a grotesque blot in the middle of a painting. I can't believe it, she said. Yesterday he was teaching us to dance on that very boat. Olga, he called it, after his grandmother. Manos, that's his boat, isn't it? asked the boy with the glasses. I was on his boat, too. Yes, that is Manos," said Andreas gravely. That fool Manos, with too many people on the vessel as usual, pouring drink into them, trying to make kebabs with some outdated gas cylinder. But none of the people of the village would ever say any of this. Manos had family here. They stood as if transfixed, watching the distant boats arriving and trying to douse the flames, the bodies struggling in the water. The American lent his binoculars to anyone who wanted to see. They were too far away to go and help, but they still couldn't stop looking at the tragedy unfolding below, on that innocent beautiful blue sea. Andreas felt a hand on his arm. It was the tall blonde girl. It's worse for you. This is your place, she said. He felt tears come to his eyes. She was right. He'd been born here. He knew everyone in Ayana. He'd known Olga, the grandmother of Manos. He knew the young men putting their boats out into the tide to rescue the victims. He knew the families who'd be standing wailing at the harbor. Yes, it was worse for him. He looked at her piteously. Why don't you sit down, she said kindly. There's nothing we can do to help them. It was the spur he needed. I'm Andreas, he said. This is my place, and something terrible has happened here. I will offer you all a Metaxa brandy for the shock, and we will say a prayer for the people in the bay. Is there nothing, nothing that we can do? Asked the English boy with the glasses. It took us about three hours to get up this far. By the time we got back, we'd only be in the way, said the tall American. I'm uh, Thomas, by the way. I'm Elsa, said the blonde girl, and I'll get the glasses. They stood with tiny glasses of the fiery liquid in their hands and raised a strange toast in the sunshine. The girl with the red hair and a freckled nose said, May their souls and the souls of all the faithful departed rest in peace. Her boyfriend seemed to wince slightly. Well, why not, Shane? she asked him defensively. It's a blessing. Go in peace. Said Thomas to the wreckage. Now the flames had died down, and they were in the business of counting the living and the dead. Lechheim, said the boy with glasses. It means to life. Ruet in Frieden, said Elsa with tears in her eyes. O oh, Theos anapasis in said Andreas, bowing his head in grief. As he looked down on what looked like the worst tragedy that Aya Anna had ever known, they didn't order lunch, Andreas just served them. He brought them a salad with goat's cheese, a plate of lamb and stuffed tomatoes, and afterwards fruit. They spoke about themselves and where they'd been. None of them was a two week package tour visitor. Thomas, the American, was travelling and writing articles for a magazine. He had a year off. "'a proper sabbatical from his university. "'He said that teachers of every kind needed a chance "'to go out and talk to people of other countries, "'otherwise they could get caught up "'in the internal politics of their own university. "'He looked somehow a little far away as he spoke, Andreas thought, "'as if he were missing something back in California. "'Elsa, the German girl, seemed to miss nothing she'd left behind.' She said she'd grown tired of her job, that what she'd once thought of as important was shallow and trite. She'd enough money saved to finance a year's travel and never wanted to leave Greece. Fiona, the little Irish girl, looked at her moody boyfriend for confirmation as she spoke of how they wanted to see the world and find somewhere to settle where people wouldn't judge them want to improve them or try to change them. Her boyfriend just shrugged as if it were all very boring. David, the English boy, spoke of his wish to see the world while he was still young enough to know what he liked, and maybe join it. He'd only been a month on his road of discovery. But even as they talked and told each other a little of their lives in Dusseldorf, Dublin, California, and Manchester, Andreas noted they said nothing of the families they'd left behind. He told them of life here in Ayana, and how the place was rich today compared to his childhood, when no tourist ever came, and a living was earned in the olive groves or minding goats on the hills. He spoke of brothers long gone to America and his own son, who'd left this restaurant after an argument nine years ago, and who'd never come back. "'And what did you argue about?' asked little Fiona. Oh, he wanted a nightclub here, and I didn't. The usual thing about age and youth. Andreas shrugged sadly. And would you have had a nightclub if it meant you would have stayed at home? Elsa asked him. If I had known how lonely it would be to have my only son in Chicago, far across the world, and never writing to me. then yes, I would have had the nightclub, but I didn't know, you see. And what about your wife? Fiona asked. She had died. Nobody left to make peace between us. There was a silence. It was as if the men were nodding and understanding completely, and as if the women didn't know what he was talking about. The afternoon shadows grew longer. Through the binoculars they saw bodies on stretchers and people pushing to see if their loved ones were alive or dead. "'They felt safer up here, up the hill. Brought together like this, they talked as if they were old friends. "'They were still talking as the first stars came into the sky. "'Now, down in the harbour, they could see the lights of flashing cameras "'and of television teams recording the tragedy to tell to the world. "'I suppose they have to do it,' said David, the English boy, with resignation. "'But it seems so ghoulish.' preying on people's lives in a tragedy. It is monstrous, believe me. I work in it. Or worked, anyway, Elsa said unexpectedly. I worked on a television current affairs show. There's somebody like me now, at my desk in the studio, asking questions at long distance of someone down there in the harbour. How many bodies have been recovered? How did it happen? Are there any Germans among the dead? I'm glad to be no part of it now. And yet, people do have to know about famines and wars. Otherwise, how can we stop them? Thomas asked. We'll never stop them, Shane said. There's big money in this kind of thing. That's why it's done. That's why anything's done in the world. Not everyone is interested in money, David said mildly. I didn't say you had to be. I'm just saying it's what gets things going, that's all. Fiona looked up sharply, as if she'd been down this road before, defending Shane for his views. "'What Shane means is that that's the system. It's not the God in his life, nor in mine, and I certainly wouldn't be a nurse if it was money I was looking for.' She smiled around at them all. "'A nurse?' Elsa said. "'Yes, I was wondering would I be any use down there, but I don't suppose—' "'For God's sake, Fiona, get real,' Shane sneered. "'What could you do?' tell them in greek to keep calm fiona flushed darkly elsa came to her rescue if we were down there i'd say you'd be invaluable but it would take us so long i think we're better off up here out of people's way thomas agreed it must be wonderful being a nurse he went on i guess it means that you're never afraid my mothers is-